0: Welcome to Straight Fire Moms podcast. This is Melvina and Cheryl's not with us today. We are back again with uh, Ricky Horago and with Harolyn. Harolyn's a guest of ours. And Ricky is a firearms instructor and he's been helping us with the new laws and things we need to know, we're able to ask questions. So we're all excited, okay? So you can hear it in my voice. So we wanna let him introduce himself again because you may not have listened the last time. So hi, Ricky. (laughs)
1: hi hi hello everybody hello 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 out there um uh, i'm ricky heraldo uh, i'm a state certified firearms instructor uh if um well i want to keep introducing more myself uh born and raised in Brooklyn, new york Came a marine uh, where i learned all my firearms uh training extensive knowledge of firearms uh, after that i went to law enforcement various agencies uh, and for the past 12 years i've been a uh, Firearms instructor here in the state of Florida, uh, helping people get their concealed carry permits, law-abiding citizens. Uh, today, um, well, as of July 1st, became constitutional carry in the state of Florida, uh, which means that all you have to be is the age of 21, uh, no felonies, any resident in the state, and you can go to a firearm store, purchase a firearm, still gonna have to wait five days. But if you got a concealed carry permit, you wouldn't have to wait five days All to then possess your firearm and carry it concealed. But there are some things that they're not telling you that you need to be aware of. And this is where a law abiding citizen who does not need training uh, once this constitutional carry law went into effect. Uh, one of the things that I was discussing in the previous podcast, and I want to focus a little bit more attention on that it's called improper storage basically when you come home with your firearm uh you want to make sure that you store your firearm in a safe type of lock device a box or you you make sure that you put a cable to the firearm because what the federal law talks about is they do not want unauthorized users an unauthorized user is anyone under the age of 18 like children. And um, I'm going to have Harold tell the story and then I'll get back to Improper Stories.
2: Okay, so there was uh, on Facebook a young lady doing a live Facebook or you know whatever, how they do the stuff and her two-year-old daughter came up with a gun and shot her and killed her mom. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, like how right. how this little two year old number one knew how to pull the the trigger right, stretching right her fingers. Yeah, again. yeah. So yeah, that was horrible.
1: Mm-hmm. Completely. And that brings us to improper storage of a firearm. Um, as I said, federal law says that we have to if we have any minors, young unauthorized mm-hmm. users in a house. And when that firearm is there and they are present, then you should and you must store away that firearm and make it safe so that a two-year-old cannot oh. then literally grab this firearm, point it at, they'll home on, oh. squeeze that trigger. Cause or oh, or oh, could have killed someone else or could have killed herself. But yes, that's what that is all about. Um, and if you do not secure your firearm properly, that will be the end result. God forbid worst case scenario in your very own home. So, please. I
0: have a question, if I may. Um, so, so the places that you store it, you know, I know that, you, I, bet you, I remember before you said something about they have those cases that you could put them in. And So those cases, can you tell us a little bit about the different type of cases that they would have? Which ones are probably the best? And then also, can you like put it underneath your mattress as long as you have that holder and a little buckle on it? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Can you? Yeah. Sorry. Um, my most favorite is a biometric um, safe, uh, which are designed to store your firearm in or even your valuables. And what you do is um, through your fingerprint or handprint. Uh, You just place it over the scanner and that box will immediately open. And this is great, you know, if you are the type that you need it next to your bedside, Mm -hmm. God forbid that you have a home invasion, this is probably one of the best devices to have because Mm -hmm. it allows you, the user, to open that case as fast as you can Mm -hmm. to then in order for you to deploy your firearm and protect your home, your family, and so forth. under that they have the push button ones that you put an actual code in mm-hmm. um they work exactly the same way they're electronic as well uh, you have those um and yes you still have the old-fashioned ones where it takes a key to insert turn and open the lock cool. now That's too timing bad. is I of the essence Seconds count so i would recommend my personal is the biometric okay. <laughs> like it's that. fast you know, and you can program it to how many users you want to, only those that are authorized to. Just remember that. Uh, Then you have some of your uh, very cheap, inexpensive devices, like a cable lock, Mm -hmm. that you could run through the barrel, remove the magazine, right? Yeah, again, a lock, Mm -hmm. which you then have to now get the key, Unlock the cable, remove the cable, reinsert the magazine, right? Timing we're talking about? That's All right. A right. <laughs> uh you have trigger locks where it is a lock designed that fits inside of the trigger guard of your mm-hmm. firearm. And again, a key to unlock that and at that point. Oh uh, yeah, th- those are your typical uh gun locks or safes that you can pick or uh, pick them up. And they're not expensive at all. That's
2: what I was going to ask. Not expensive biometric. at all.
1: Even even a biometric box right now. I've seen them in Walmart. get to plug Walmart, but it's as cheap as eighty dollars. Really? And, and wow. depending on how many guns you want to keep in that safe as well.
0: That's neat. Okay,
1: thank you. The next thing I wanted to get into was the uh, gun protection, and as I mentioned before in the previous podcast, you know they are attorneys. That will help you if you were ever involved in a self defense or stand your ground scenario. As I mentioned before, you call 911, tell them what happened, you say only what needs to be said, nothing more. Mm-hmm. Your attorney from your gun protection is going to provide the information to the police department and give them all the information they need to know as to what happened that you needed to defend yourself. They will meet you at Falkenburg, or they might actually meet you on the scene, but let them do the talking. Okay? This takes a lot of weight off your shoulder, okay? You being a law-abiding citizen, and God forbid that you had to deploy your firearm to defend yourself, there's that feeling, oh my God, what do I do if I had to have done this? That is your answer right there, gun protection, okay? I I recommend uh, Right to Bear, it's a great company, Uh, Okay, they have great uh, benefits and very Inexpensive. Inexpensive. That's word, Inexpensive rates. If you're not sure about any information that you need to know now that we have constitutional care. Okay. Google it. <laughs> the information is there for you. Okay? <laughs> okay. Just Google it. There are three Florida Statutes, and I'm talking about Florida State here but this is where we're at. <laughs> there are three Statutes that I would recommend that you know about. Okay. And just look over that. 790, 776 and a 394. 790 deals with you carrying a firearm. Your 776 deals with your self-defense laws. And your 394 is your mental illness. And you say, mental illness? Real simple. Uh, in the state of Florida, if you've ever been adjudicated, deemed incompetent, stood before a judge who said that you should not be or have been deemed mentally um, incapable of governing your life, basically in you know, summary uh you cannot possess a firearm if you have been baker acted you cannot be in possession of a firearm so mm-hmm. you know know where you stand when it comes to 394 and also when we we'll talk about their proper storage who lives in your home right because you don't want you know crazy uncle willie living with you and he's an unauthorized user mm-hmm. as well not just the children Okay. okay. Um, so
0: I have- question about the standard round. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Just kind of get a little insight on that part. Because that's what you hear on the news all the time anymore. Standard round, standard round. You know, the laws is based on, 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 on what is it that we really need to know about?
1: Okay. So in my class, when I train those who are getting concealed carry permit, um, I give them this scenario to help them understand what it is that as far as you have a law-abiding citizen who's carrying your firearm legally, who has a concealed carry permit, I'm a stranger. You don't know me. I come up to you. I slap you across the face, out of nowhere, right? I take a step back. Do you, at that moment, get that instinct to draw your firearm and then shoot me? No, I probably, honestly, I probably have instinct to want to slap you back. That's true. Right, because I mean, because technically all I committed was battery Mm -hmm. on you. if I had a weapon on me, that would be aggravated battery. Okay, Mm. that's the difference between the two. Mm -hmm. All right, so now, uh, in the state of Florida, me verbally threatening you is assault. Mm. If I had a firearm on me, it's aggravated assault. Mm. Or if I had any type of weapon on me. Any weapon, firearm, okay, is aggravated. Mm. It's different. So I threaten you, I'll do this, blah, blah, and I'll kill. Mm -hmm. That's assault. As charged. You me ch- it. Yes, the person can be charged just not alone. So stand your ground. So I smacked you. I took a step back. So you say no, that does not give you grounds to you remove your firearm and shoot me, right? Right. You agree with that? I do. I come back at you again. I've already battered you. Mm. And now I'm being verbally more abusive towards you, threatening you, assaulting you verbally. Okay. Do you think at that point you can draw your firearm? I
2: think so. You feel threatened. Your life is in danger. You yeah. might feel there,
1: there, those are the things that are in your ground that give that definition is to when can I stand my ground? Stand your ground. It says no other person can remove you from the place that you are standing in with force. Okay. So I can't remove you from where you are standing right now using force. Okay. I can't. So then, and if, I, if you did, I have a right because to you. if you feel that your life is being threatened, Mm -hmm. in danger, that you might be an imminent loss of that life, Mm -hmm. right? Then that's where Stand Your Ground meets that criteria. Mm -hmm. Right? I already battered you. Do you want to find out Mm. what else I can like do right? to you? I
0: hear you.
1: Exactly. I, I, I don't know. Me, I, I, personally, talking with my own personal experience, exactly. I don't want to find out what else you can do to me. Exactly. But, you know? Right. Um, yeah, and then at that point, yes, I, I definitely take my partner out, and I'm say, hey, look, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to tell them what's wrong with you and if they keep coming and I feel like, oh my God, I have no other choice. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this person's going to, you know, you know, commit bodily of harm or because, you know, I and mean, death, then I'm, I am believe I'm both in my right to stand my ground.
0: Okay. But then, you know, I mean, think that's where the same thing, some of the knuckleheads that just, you know, you know, want to be bad anyway, mm-hmm. and then, you know, just like, you know, now that they don't have
1: to have the
0: um, permit. Because they are a permit. Yes. Yeah, so, so then we get
1: into that improper exhibition. Okay. Okay. So that's where you're going to have the knuckleheads that are out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm going to have a firearm, right? But they're not gonna know everything else that they should know. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna know about place of nuisance. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not gonna right. know, right. right. Then, then, and, and especially on the improv exhibition, how to they carry your firearm concealed? Mm-hmm. Because if I notice you have a firearm, I can see the grip sticking out, you know, or yeah. you know, or you bend over. Okay. That can offend me. <laughs> Thank you. And that and that, that is what's written in the law as to improv exhibition, and then all I have to do is contact the police department and say, hey, well, this guy's got a gun on him. So then, Knucklehead, who wants to hang out in the wrong place, wants to talk crap like they do, <laughs> wants to... Back then, they used to call it brandishing, but we don't mm-hmm. use that terminology. Yeah, I remember M- nice. Right, and that would get you his exhibition, you lift that shirt, displaying that firearm in a threatening manner, okay, That's, you broke the law. Because I mean, I've been at the store before
0: and say say the guy maybe have a little, his jacket on or whatever case might be, and he reaches in his pocket where it comes back and you see his gun right there. Mm -hmm. I don't like that because it makes me feel uncomfortable because I don't know who you are Mm -hmm. or what's in your mind. You know what I'm saying?
1: But what you do know is that that guy's got a gun. mm -hmm. Mm
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, you know, it's like,
1: yeah, why is he bringing it in here? In a
2: place like this, you yeah. know, some, you know. A places, right. But like, yeah. Well, well, guess
1: what? Get what you need to get and get away. Yeah. Exactly,
2: right. just in case. Well, I want to ask you about this recent guy in the store. Did y'all see it in the, um, it was a little restaurant. He is talking crazy to this lady. She's ordering her food. It's some problem or whatever. And he's telling her to hurry up and telling her, if you say one more word, I'm going I'm to hit you. And she said, one more word. And he ran back and hit that lady oh. in the store. And somebody was videotaping it. Thank goodness. But um, he hit her three times. Oh. And her
1: son. The 14-year-old. Yes, the
2: 14-year-old. It. Now, I can't remember if she told him to go to the car this is my
1: this is my opinion i saw the video i know what you're talking about yes i'm gonna cut you off no but but so the 14 year old came in basically rescue mom Mm -hmm. mom just got punched in the face three times
2: yeah
1: he shoots they leave (laughs) the mother then tells the 14 year old think about this a 14 year old in possession of a firearm that's the big no-no right there for me that's number one the mother then tells the 14-year-old to shoot at another person who was laughing at her at the time she oh was my. getting battered. Oh my oh. Is that not crazy? Yes, that's crazy. I know. I don't know what to say about that, but charges were dropped. They were dropped? Dropped. Yeah. Happened because. in Chicago. Because look, 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 look a, a, a man beating on a woman. Yeah. You know, but, you then, but then, but then... But what so mother
0: tells your son... I
1: mean what okay so so in the law there is there's something that says okay she was not capable of defending herself okay, okay. so you want really to get into a technicality about okay what does the law say about someone else in in the commission of a felony okay stopping that it's battery but how much of a how, how far did it go into a felony that the child 14 year old is now trying to stop that? from happening. Yeah. But then we, it, when that other part came out, when she told her son to, that, that extra, oh, right. that extra That's stuff, That's and right. then you free the scene. You free the scene. They went back and turned themselves
2: in. I know that, yes. that was just so crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: you know, this has been
0: so interesting. Oh my gosh. I appreciate it so much. Um And so I know that I feel more informed. So hopefully yes. our listening audience feels more informed as well. We thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, don't know whether you'll be able to come back or not. Mm-hmm. But if you if you can, we'd love it. But we appreciate you, parallel We appreciate you and your input. These are good questions. We get this good discussion. You know, yeah. scenarios mm-hmm. are always good. So we do hope that so our listening audience has gained some information today. That if it's not for you, that you may pass on. Have somebody else listen to this podcast uh, about firearms and the changes in the law that took effect on today actually July the 1st of 2023 Mm -hmm. so thank you for listening in until next time this is Straight Fire Moms where we learn and we grow